Welcome to episode 176 of Podcateers. This week we welcome back Gavin as we talk about new game addictions, Javier's trip to the WB studio lot for Halloween, and the Four Diamond Hotel that is coming to the Disneyland Resort. And we answer the question you've probably been asking yourself since you read the title, what exactly is a turkey leg? And if you're not asking yourself that, then you've probably been listening for a really long time and just know how weird we are. So, thanks. Either way, give us your thoughts on the turkey leg in the comment section of the blog post over at podcateers.com 176 or in the Facebook or Instagram post for this episode. We would love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Remember that on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube, just search for Podcateers on all of those networks. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe to us. And if you subscribe on YouTube, make sure that you hit that little notifications bell so that you're alerted every time that we upload a new video. Remember to follow Gavin. He is at Gavin Autisan Art on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also visit him at GavinAutisanArt.com. That's G-A-V-I-N-O-T-T-E-S-O-N-A-R-T. Big thanks to him for stepping into the co-hosting chair with us this week again. Another big thank you goes out to our fairy godparents for their support in making this episode possible. If you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month or with a one-time contribution by going to podcateers.com and clicking on the Patreon logo or by going to patreon.com slash podcateers. If you sign up for a contribution of at least $5 a month, you will also get the exclusive fairy godparent button as a thank you for your support. Another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon. The next time you need to make a purchase, it would help us out a lot if you start by going to podcateers.com slash Amazon. Once there, you can click on the big Amazon button, which will take you to Amazon using our special link. And by doing so, we get a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you did that first. To everyone that continues to use our link, thank you so very much. All right, it is time to jump into the episode. As usual, thank you all very much for listening. This is episode 176 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> How you doing, bro? Good. I haven't talked to you since last October. Wow. Because you I hate know. me, dude. No, you hate me. I'm Baloney. there every. You know I'm what? at Disneyland every three months, and you never come see me. Look, I'm there, dude. Honestly, I don't even remember the last time I went. It's been forever. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it has been forever. In fact, I think my my uh, my thing's about to expire. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's my it, it expires on my birthday. Well, <laughs> to be fair, my annual pass expires on Halloween. It expires in two days. No way! It's yeah. Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> yeah. everybody, get out a scream. That's a great song, by the way. So I I probably won't renew mine until I go again to the park. So that's smart. But yeah, I I feel you, man. On the it's, plus side, on the plus side, if you renew. You mm-hmm. still get whatever price you have, 
<coughs> uh, versus whatever the prices are going to be next year when they raise them again, considering Galaxy's Edge will be just a little step closer to opening. What? Yeah, yeah that's it's true. Coming. Why does that surprise you? <sighs> that's true. I'm not sure if I want to do it now or not, though. I don't know if the savings are going to be enough to make it worth it. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I've got two days okay. to decide. I think you'll be okay if you wait. Think so? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even but if, even if I... you waited, Javier, and you just decided to just go with uh, one of those six flags or what? No, it's very fun. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I need it. I need to get my pass, and I want the one with Sundays. I want the next. Oh, level. thankfully, finally, <laughs> nice. Jeez, I need that one. Uh, Javier so. was mad that he had to pass the entire year, and so we were always trying to find a day where we could go together. Mm-hmm. And he would always ask me, "Hey, man, are you available like Tuesday or Wednesday?" What's wrong with that? The answer is no. Yes, you are. Tuesday nights, I'm editing. Gavin, stop talking. He's lying. He is completely lying. If there is an event on a Wednesday or a Thursday or Friday at Disneyland, this fool is there. He drops everything for Disney. It's an event, though. Uh Uh-huh. Unless I'm there. Unless I'm there at the event. I'm like, dude, I'm here at the event. He's like, oh, I can't make it. I got got prior engagements. Well, I am neither going to deny nor confirm that statement. (laughs) (laughs) Well, next year when I'm there, I'll be there any night of the week you want me to be, Javier. Sweet. Dude, you know what we need to do? What? Draw, bro. We need a draw. Yes, I know. We need to do a collaboration. Again. I would that love another fun. collaboration. You know what you guys totally. should do the next time Gavin's in town? What's that? You should do one of those like art exchange things like he did with Christina the last time he was in town. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Christina yeah, yeah, yeah. Sakura? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another really talented artist that we follow on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. If you guys, you guys should check out her work. She's really fantastic. You guys should do an art drop or like an art exchange, the same way that they did it. Nice. Uh, even if you do it outside of Fantasia Gardens or wherever mm-hmm. you guys think it's appropriate, yeah, uh, that would be fun. It, that ended up being actually a terrible place to try and do it. <laughs> we thought it was going to be great, but it was awful. Well, first of all, you have to act like a vulture and basically hover. And pounce on a table as soon as it becomes open because there's never a table uh, open there. True, right? And then once you do, the, those tables are thoroughly coated in turkey grease and gristle, mm. and because because it's right behind that shack that sells all the turkey legs, right? And mm. so, I mean, we had to have a cast member like scrub that table down before <laughs> we could even attempt to pull out our drawing material. You know what? Music. But. In all honesty, they it should be scrubbing fantastic. that table anyway, though. Yeah, of course it did. It smelled fantastic. I, I bet that was it the did. hardest part, working there and, and having to smell that the whole time. Yes. I know. I know, right? Yeah. Yes. That'd be ridiculous. Imagine if you worked at the churro cart. Golly. Right? I want a turkey leg and a churro. <laughs> Together at the same uh. time. That would be the new, what is it? What dipped was it? in chocolate or dipped in cheese or what would you do to it, Javier? What? What? Well, you have this, like, fantasy about no. dipping your food into odd things. Dude, I, <laughs> so, look, I like I like chocolate. I like cheese. You know, you don't combine them together. What are you talking about? Wrong. No. Wrong. You shut your face. You talked on a podcast you about dipping Doritos hungry and face. eating them with chocolate. Chocolate cake. Same difference. No, it's not the same. You're dipping them in the frosting. Oh, it's so good. Uh, see? Okay. <laughs> see, now, you can't deny it. Gavin, are you with yeah. me? Turkey leg and churro at the same time. 
That sounds bomb, right? It it might be a possibility. <laughs> you are disgusting, Charles. That was a joke. <laughs> well, uh, you fell I'm for thinking... it, Gavin. Hook, no, line, I'm, and sinker. I'm actually totally know, down right? to try it out. If you could find some way to create like a churro batter that went around the turkey leg and then you deep fried the turkey <gasps> leg so it had like a sweetness to the batter. Dude, that is that actually might genius. Work. Right? Disneyland, I hope you are listening. That is your next product. <laughs> Absolutely. Deep fried turkey legs. And yeah. you call it and you call it batter. a turkey leg. <laughs> turkey. <laughs> oh my god. The turkey leg is born. <laughs> can we go can we go churco? Is that okay? And I really that, like turkey leg. That could turkey work. leg. Chur- <laughs> okay, look. Churco leg. Turkey leg. I like turkey leg. All right. It's Gavin's baby. Oh man. It's turkey Let's leg. Let's make this turkey leg happen. Well, because So remember- what I'm what I'm hoping is that <coughs> this will be the second episode in a row that I'm on that the title is a food title. So if, <laughs> if we can make the title of this episode Turkey Leg, turkey turkey leg, leg. I like that. That would be exquisite. That People would... are gonna read and be like, what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> like we let beef cheeks slide, but jerky <laughs> leg, that's not even a word. Was it really beef cheeks? <laughs> it was beef cheeks. What were we talking about? Butt? <laughs> That was an episode that you were not on. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, what were you guys talking about? Uh, everything except you. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, I thought you were gonna say I was the beef cheek. <laughs> yes, you are. You are a beef cheek. Oh, so kind, delicious. No, that was the episode that we recorded at Tangaroa Terrace a few weeks ago when you couldn't make it. Ah, oh, got it. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, halfway through, Gavin had talked about this like exquisite dinner he had gone to as part mm. of a birthday celebration, and that it was how many courses, Gavin? Seven hundred and eighty-four. Uh, yeah, um, I think that was about it. Yeah. yeah, it was so many courses that it took four hours to eat. And so, course eighty-nine was beef cheeks. <laughs> And so we could not stop laughing, talking about, I think at one point I got confused and called it like sweet cheeks or something like that. And so it was kind of, it it was just funny and it became the name of the episode. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Who knows? Lightning may strike twice, Gavin. We'll see. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We'll see. So what's been up with you, man? I'm good. I'm good. I've been so busy working on artwork. Um, I, I, I told you last time when we were hanging out that, I got accepted to the Foolish Mortals art show for the no next Popzilla gallery. Yeah. yeah How dude. much did you so, have to bribe him? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, shockingly, I, nothing. nothing. I didn't. I just, wow. It's because of just, your good looks, bro. It's his talent. I guess. No, no. I guess. It's and good, good looks. And the good looks. <laughs> Congra- hey, yeah, congratulations, so, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, Very cool. I, I've been busy working on that, and um, I'm about to wrap it up and ship it off, and I'm I'm really excited about it. I'm it's uh, my first fully digitally painted work of art ever. Oh, no so I'm, I'm trying to make that transition into digital so that uh, you know it, it might provide me more opportunities. We'll see. Are you gonna but show me how to do that? I would gladly I'm, show I'm, you how to do I'm that. I'm very stuck at traditional. Yes, I he I is. Have been too. <laughs> I can relate. I can totally relate, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been scary. But it's also been really, really exciting to kind of see it unfold in front of me. So I'm really pumped nice. to be able to show this. I'm actually going to be there in California for the opening night, which Woo. is November 18th Woo. at nice. the 
Pop Comics in Anaheim. I and... say you skip that and come record with us live. Or <laughs> we can just record live at Popzilla and we can yeah. have Sam jump in too. Nice. Yeah. Huh? All Let's... right, all right. I like that. Yeah. We can just grab some beers after and the four of us can record an episode. I'm down. All totally. Right. Right. Totally. Ideas, man. Dude. Making it happen. <laughs> does does Hazen have to come though? I kinda um, do. I have since the he's kind of the recorder. <laughs> I kinda have the recorder. You're right, or you're right, or you're, right. So. you're right. I don't have to come. But I'll tell you what. I'll meet you there and I'll right. tell you where we are the week after. <laughs> the week after. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to our friends over at Popzilla Gallery and Popzilla. Pop Comics in Anaheim. Yes. Uh, again, as Gavin mentioned, the show Foolish Morals is gonna be coming up on November eighteenth. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be there just supporting, checking out all the amazing art that's gonna be down there. I am going to take a print of the Hatbox Ghost and I'm gonna hang it up. And <laughs> anyone familiar anyone familiar without permission. Without permission. Here's the thing. Anyone familiar with Mitch Hedberg will understand this joke. So there's a Mitch Hedberg joke where he takes one of his CDs into a st- like a record store. Right. And he drops it in. And the guy tells him, sir, you need to take that with you. He's like, no, no, that is for sale. Please alphabetize it. I'm going to do the same thing yes. with the Hatbox Ghost print. Please I'm just going to hang it up. And when they tell me, take it down. Be like, no, no, that's for sale. Please put a sale tag on it. I like it. Huh? You should put uh, it right next to Gavin. No, it yeah. make me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fantastic print, yeah, man. I, I, I love that shot. Thank you. Oh, speaking of which, thank you very, very much for your donation for our cancer auctions this last week. Oh, nice. Of course. Yeah. I, you know, I, I really, really love the fact that you guys and everybody that's involved in Team Boat Willie – uh, really just make such an effort to, you know, create positivity and change in the world in the right direction. And, you know, anything I can do ever to to help that effort, I'm all in for. So um, you guys deserve the support. So it was a no brainer for me to throw that in for you guys. Well, thank you. Uh, I appreciate that because I know uh, you're very similar in our, in our way of thinking, you know, about trying to help people out and everything, which is why you did the auctions to support people in Puerto Rico. Uh, I know you did amazing with that as well. And, you know, whenever we do these walks and stuff going forward with Team Bo Willie, uh, I'm going to love to have you and Charlie out here as part of the team, man. Totally. Absolutely. I mean, you guys are already part of the team. Let me just say that. You know, like <laughs> from afar, you are a part of the team. But have you here with us walking in person, in the vlogs, hanging out, drinking yeah. beer, eating uh, <laughs> turkey legs? Oh, see? <laughs> see? That's going to be a thing. Hashtag turkey leg. <laughs> yes. We need to get that trending. I love it. I really do. <laughs> so do you like him here or from afar? Uh, I like him wherever he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'll be honest. I like him here. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need to get you back into civilization. Get over here. <laughs> <laughs> Javier, I totally agree. <laughs> okay, I good. Totally I thought you were going to be mad at my joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, good. I totally agree. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. It has been a crazy weekend for me. Uh, did you do anything interesting, Javier? I'm always doing something interesting. What no, are you talking you're about? you're not. Dude. <laughs> I would say, I would say 22 and a half percent is interesting. And the rest is like, really? Dude, you did that? 22%. That's actually really high from you. I know. I'm being generous. You're being very generous. I'm adding like 21%. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
you know, if it wasn't for Gavin's ho ho, I don't think I would have gotten it. <laughs> and the sad part is, you're not even drinking I, beer not, right now to uh, yeah. to be slow to get it. Right, That's exactly. awesome. <laughs> uh, but you said you were gonna go do something. I don't know if it was this week or next week. You were gonna take a tour. We did it this this past weekend. Yeah. This weekend, my bestie and I went to the WB Tour Halloween Horror Night Special Edition. Nice. And this is the studio wow. tour, right? This is the studio tour where uh, they have these kind of like. Uh, remember, I told you last week about the Queen Mary. You're right. And it has... And how um, you were laughing at all the monsters. I was monsters. laughing. I thought it was the funniest thing. Gavin, I, I, I don't scare easily. Hazen believes it's a... What did you say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I said many things last episode. <laughs> that it was... Uh, the reason I... Oh, that it's your it's your coping mechanism. It's a coping mechanism, okay? Uh-huh. I, I, I disagree. I just find scary funny. Okay, so <laughs> so anyway, so similar says to, the scared guy. I know exactly. <laughs> Some people pee in their pants. Javier laughs. Javier laughs. So similar to the Queen Mary, they had all these mazes. You know, you could go in, and they they're trying to scare you. Did you see all mm-hmm. the Friends cast as like zombies? Dude, I wish because you that went through Central Perk, right? Ooh, yes. Yeah. In fact, it's not really part of the tour. It's part of. The building where instead of a Starbucks, they have a central perk. Oh, so you can buy coffee you there? Can buy co- you can buy coffee that they drank at, on the show. It's Whoa. old coffee, dude. dude. I would not. It's not fresh anymore. <laughs> I, was <trying> to, <laughs> I was wondering why it was so dusty. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a coffee shop, Central Perk. Oh, interesting. Now, what's part of the tour is, um, I think was it... It was a coffee shop, but you can actually sit on the the like the couch and all that stuff and take pictures. Yeah. But they actually have a central perk to try to make it as close as possible to the act to the to the real one, and they actually sell coffee just like Starbucks, and 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 food and you know muffins, muffins. Okay, because that was a staple on mm-hmm. friends, friends was definitely muffins and coffee. Yeah. Mm. Then I'm gonna go. What, with, yeah. what was the What was the guy that worked there? Was it Gunther? Gunther. Nah, he's yeah. working at Central Perk actually. At, nice. At <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's doing after he's the show. Right now, I thought it was oh, part amazing. of the show. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so at the WB, they if you've gone to Universal Studios, the the tour where they go on the back lots and all the facades of the yeah. buildings. So what mm-hmm. they did was they kind of closed down that area. And they they use those facade buildings as part of the mazes. Oh, interesting. So they Ooh. had uh, they had like they had like three or four mazes, and then they had the tour. So the tour was kind of separate, where they showed you all the buildings and and uh, all the history and all that stuff. But the the main reason we went for was it. There was an it maze that was, dude, scary as hell. Now was nice. now Dude, was this so the same good. installation that they had out in Hollywood? Right. But it was supposed to be like an exact replica Dude, thank of you the house. For, thank you for reminding me. Yes. So a few weeks ago, I think I, I told you, we actually drove to Hollywood to go see the It House. You know, we you know we saw the movie. I told you I loved it. And we went to Hollywood to go see it. When we showed up... You went to Randy's Donuts instead. We went to Randy's... (laughs) Great memory. Gavin, that's exactly what happened. When we showed up... He was too scared and went to Randy's Donuts. No! The house was actually being torn down. So, you know, we didn't get it... Yeah, it sucked. We didn't get a chance to... 
to see the house. So by coping, we went and got donuts. And this was the day, by the way, I think they were supposed to go to Universal Studios, but they went all the way to the front door and realized <laughs> we don't have face. our were... passes. <laughs> you shut oh, your I'm face. sorry. We're blocked out. <laughs> Gavin, it's true. <laughs> oh, I know. I heard that. Episode. Yeah. Okay, good. It was on the episode. It was. <laughs> That was a you better believe it. <laughs> so then they also had um, a Conjuring one. Have you seen the Conjuring movies? Yes. One and two? Yes. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen the second one, but I've seen the first one. Dude, I recently saw the, both of them because of the maze. Oh, I you thought, hadn't seen nice. it? I had not seen it. So oh, okay. I kind of didn't understand some of the references and images and what was going on. Mm-hmm. I had never seen it. After, after the maze, which was scarier than... Heck, dude, <laughs> I was actually frightened more on The Conjuring than on the It one. It wow. was freaky. It was like 10 times better than any other horror maze that I've ever been on. Wow. Yeah. It that was is awesome. Crazy. So that made me uh, want to watch the movie. So like the next day, we just went and rented. Uh, uh, oh, it was on demand. On demand. Uh, we watched uh, Conjuring 1 and Conjuring 2, and now I'm like a full fan now of the Conjuring movies. I And, and yeah. I think I told you, the Annabelle movies went and saw. Totally loved it. I haven't seen the Annabelle movie. Uh, like I haven't seen that one. either. Yeah, but yeah. the first Conjuring I liked, yeah. never got a chance to see the second one. But I really enjoyed the first one. And I don't know if you remember, Hazen. I think my biggest <clears throat> issue with horror movies is that there isn't enough storyline. It, they always want to make yeah. it gory mm-hmm. and bloody and blah, blah. it gets yeah. boring and I don't I don't find that movie's interesting. I found that it had an amazing story. Thank you to Stephen King. And the Conjuring movies actually have an, a fantastic story. Yeah. And the acting mm-hmm. is fantastic. And I don't want to get all into it. Well, but that helps. Totally too. recommend it. Yeah. When when people are getting scared in a film like The Conjuring, if you can. If if you can relate to the scary and it doesn't seem like this fake like ah like right. scary, then yes, it makes it good. Right, that plays a big part it, in it makes whether it's believable. When it comes to a horror film, story is so important to me at least. A lot of people don't care; they just want jump scares and you know blood and get grossed out. Right, the Conjuring movies, uh, you 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 get sucked in and scary becomes scary. You know, it's and it wasn't mm-hmm. just about right. blood and gore. So yeah, I, I I ended up loving these two movies and makes me want to go back until I found out the WB horror thing is over with already. Nice. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. But you know, it's okay. Uh, don't have the money anyway. Nah. <laughs> I've wanted to do that tour for some time. Yeah. There was a lot of discounted tickets over the summer because mm-hmm. they really wanted to bring people onto the studio. Right. The Disney studio, uh, I've been wanting to do that tour as well. But if you don't know a cast member to get you in, mm. you have to be a D23 member in order to get a chance to tour the facility. And uh, it's easier to get tours of like the Warner Brothers lot and stuff mm, like that. And right. I think the last time I checked, the discounted tickets were like twenty five bucks oh, or nice. so, but like full price is somewhere between sixty and seventy dollars. I think the regular price is forty five, but because of this was a horror thing or Halloween thing, it's like sixty five. So oh, if you take away it. the the Halloween thing, regular price Closer I think is forty five. Oh, yeah, okay, like, uh, that like makes that. sense. That something makes sense. Like that. It's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe we should do one. 
Like, I'm down. We should actually vlog it. Did you vlog any of this one? Because it seems like it would have been an interesting I'm vlog. I'm so happy you said that because I almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. There's no way that you vlogged yeah. this. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Come I, on. I didn't want to say it. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Gavin, you have no faith in me? Well, <clears throat> I mean, your record says one thing. Wow. And you may be contradicting it right now. I don't know. I, wow. I'm dying to find out. I, right. I hope you vlogged it. I hope you did. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I did not vlog. My apologies. Oh, that's not disappointing because that just means he was right. <laughs> uh, I took pictures. I would love to share them with you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what you, you could do with them, but you can have no, any yeah, of the pictures. Right. That... Awesome. That's great. All right, cool. I don't know if we can make a vlog out of it. <laughs> Probably not. How about a... <laughs> I got a vlog for you. What a if? slideshow of your photos? Yes. Wow, that is so 1984. No, but wait. Let me make it better. With my phone, I'm looking at the camera, and I just swipe. Like, oh, look. And I, but don't, <laughs> don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. I want my phone showing a very tiny photograph. As I'm showing the camera. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, look, this is uh, Freddy Krueger. Okay. Slide. And that's the video. <laughs> I am I may actually take you up on that. I was going to say, just... I, I, I'd watch that. <laughs> just, just to basically force you into a vlog, uh, I may actually do that with dang you. Dang it, dude. All right. Don't give me ideas give you ideas. can't cash. Right, right, right. Okay. I have an idea. Okay. But let's go. Let's just go on back on the tour. It won't be Halloween, but I would love to go back to the regular. What What does WB tour look like without the Halloween? Probably less scary. <laughs> I wonder if they have a Christmas twist one. Probably not. <laughs> Central Perk has Christmas lights. Yes. I love that. That's probably it. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Gavin, you want to go on a tour with me? <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. Want to be part of the vlog? Because I, I can already tell you, yeah. I am I may be wrong. I'd have to go back to the channel and view the hundreds of thousands of videos that we've posted, uh-huh. which is more like 40. 40. Uh, I want to <laughs> say Gavin's been in more videos than you. What? <laughs> He's a very handsome yes, man. That's true. Uh... <laughs> that's true. But I think Kevin may be in more than you have. But I'm shy. Are but you? I live in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the time being, okay, right? Good one. <laughs> right. When are you moving exactly. over? Oh, oh, when wait are you a second. Over? Oh man, did you hear that, Javier? What's that? Man, that mic dropped hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, soon, man. Soon. All right. Cool, man. Well, it's yeah. going to be good once he gets here because we'll be able to have him on and we'll be able to actually have a beer together while right. we're recording. Right, right yes. now, Right now, we feel bad having a beer while you're all the way over there. And so we thought, you know what? We're going to tell him we're having soda while we're having beer. Right. I mean, so water. Water. <laughs> uh, we're drinking water right now. Okay, Gavin? That's it, quite all right. You guys can drink whatever you want <laughs> because I am too. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, before we get into, like, the big news of this last week that I've been wanting to talk to you guys about. Oh, yeah, big news. Can I just tell you that I'm, like, insanely addicted to Disney Emoji Blitz right now? Um, I don't even know what that is. Oh, dude. Did you ever play the game Bejeweled? 
Uh, yeah, I played Bejeweled. Okay, so Disney Emoji Blitz is basically Bejeweled, okay. but with, oh. like, Disney emojis. Oh, okay. All right, it, cool. It's, it's the same premise. You know, you get three. It's a three in a row, but, you know, four or five gets you power-ups. And the idea right. is that as you progress through the game, you collect coins, you collect diamonds, and you can spin wheels to get new emojis. And look, this game has been around... Probably a year and a half, almost two years now. So you don't play the other one because it's not Disney? This one. But it's the same game. Bejeweled, you mean? <laughs> yeah. I played Bejeweled when it was when it was available on PC. So you're playing Bejeweled Disney version because it's Disney. I started playing because people at work were like, oh, yeah, I just got this emoji and this one. I was like, I tried this game last year oh, and I could not get into it. That's the one you unlock you then have those emojis. Yes. Okay. I remember downloading it, and once I found out that they're just not given emojis, I deleted. The Pretty app. much. That's yeah. how I felt too. Yeah. Because the the entire idea behind the game was that as you play, these emojis get added to your keyboard. Right. And so. Oh. And so one thing that I remember hating about it the first time was just like you, Javier. They weren't all a part of my keyboard, and I thought, well, this is dumb. Right. If I got to play the game just to unlock these, uninstall. this is ridiculous. And I uninstalled the game mm -hmm. after playing <laughs> two or three times. Right. And uh, I'm glad that – no, let me rephrase that. I kind of hate – that I reinstalled it and started playing <laughs> because certain things are timed, right? As You only get five lives per every time it cycles. Once you get through those lives, you have the option of, of paying real-world money in order to get more lives, what? coins, and stuff like that. Yeah, like you could pay oh, like $1.99. Of course. Mm. And it becomes so <clears throat> addicting that it becomes really – really tempting to start spending those real world dollars on wow. this game wow. thankfully i have not i've mm. reserved that money for pokemon go but <laughs> in, in this case are you still playing that by the way yes Sign i up? am really oh my yeah. gosh as a matter of fact in three days three days i'm just gonna say mm -hmm. right after halloween we're recording this episode just before halloween but after Halloween, the the latest legendary that's been circling around the globe will now be be available for me to catch here. So I'm very excited. Mm. That means nothing to you, I know. You and Gavin are like, what? Yeah. What, what was that about? Yeah. But I'm very excited. <laughs> wow. You know what? I feel bad. I'm not going to judge you, okay? Let's leave it as that. Okay. You're my buddy. Okay. You like what you like. No judgment here. I didn't care either way. N judge... <laughs> Judge zone free, you know. Like. Cool. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> so back to Emoji Blitz. So, so Gavin, no judging Hazen, okay? All right. Deal. He already told me that. <laughs> so back to Emoji Blitz. Uh, some people at work were playing, and they told me how many they've collected. And I thought, all right, I'm going to give this a try. Lynette's been playing it for a really long time. My kids have been playing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And they've unlocked a lot of them because they've been playing pretty much since last year. Oh, good. And Gavin, not even thinking that he's a nerd, okay? <laughs> Don't even think it. Sorry. Got it. Sorry, Got it. Hazen. Not, not <laughs> thinking that. Shut up. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I start playing, and I seriously wait for the alerts on my phone now to tell me that my lives have been replenished. Just to play again, I wait for the little spins on the wheel to get more coins or emojis. I thought I knew you, Jason. You have no idea I how really... addicted I am to this game. I really thought I knew you. Okay. Seriously, I'm so freaking wow. – I kind of hate it now. Yeah, so you should. At work, the person – Ross, seriously. From seriously. friends? Are we talking from uh. friends? 
He's the one that back at Central Park. I think so too. Huh? Are we back at Central Park? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, who's this Ross guy? He brought you back to this game? He's the one that mm. brought me into it. And at the same time, I started replaying Disney Kingdoms, which I had stopped playing because I hated the fact that they kept walking you oh. through every step of the game. All right. So yeah, I stopped that one. It gets a little more tolerable as you begin to progress in the game mm. because they start leaving you to your own decisions. And yes, they give you tasks, but they don't like hold your hand through every step of the process as much as you get through it so those two games unfortunately in the last two weeks have kind of kept me sane you know because they've been a distraction from all the stuff that i have going on in my head all the projects i've been oh, working then on i love these games uh yeah <laughs> i mean in a way they've kind of kept me from going insane yeah, they've just been like a, a good little distraction from <clears throat> from everything yeah and especially considering that remember i told you that i work on these videos for our all staffs at work yeah yeah so the last one we did was the star wars the star one. Wars, right. we started doing a new one because our all staff is in two weeks uh from approximately two weeks from when we are recording this episode and uh, i'm i mean it involves muppets and so we've been trying to yeah can i come as a Muppet? Yeah. Yes. You I want to do a voice. I, mean, I want to. You already look like a Muppet. Dude. So it might work. <laughs> I'm totally down. Nice. I want to help. I nice. want to be a Muppet. Sweet. Wait. Is it a Muppet or a puppet? Uh, a Muppet, dude. It is a Muppet. Are you a man or are you a Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. You, you know what I mean? I mean, is it like. No, no. Like we have. Like. Do you have Grover or do you just have no, like a we sock? Have... Okay, so I'm going to let you guys in on what I'm working on, okay? All right. I'm, I'm not going to post these in the actual blog post for the episode, but I'll probably post them in the Instagram story, you know, probably before this episode launches. So I hope you guys were paying attention. <laughs> uh, but we have a beaker, like a nice. beaker uh, puppet. Oh, meet me? Yeah, like a beaker hand puppet. Nice. And here I'm going to show you this picture of... Somebody under this desk holding Beaker as I we're recording that scene. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you that picture, Gavin, so you can take a look at it. Sweet. Uh, and then the other one, here's here's another picture of us recording with yeah, Beaker. Yeah, cool. And uh, the best part is that we have someone dressed up as Kermit the Frog. <laughs> like in full-blown, like with like a party city Kermit the Frog. Nice. With a banjo. And he sings our version of Rainbow Connection. I need to see this. Yes, it's kind of fantastic. Amazing. Is there a picture or no? Uh, Yeah, let me find it. I'll I'll send you this one too, Gavin. Uh, But our version of Rainbow Connection is called the Big Gift Connection. Okay. And so it talks about fundraising and Mm. some of the things that, like, City of Hope does in order to cure cancer. And it's pretty fun. Like, we were really proud of the lyrics to this one. And then I sing... (laughs) probably eight or nine lines uh kind of about the same thing but using the tune of pure imagination from uh from willy Willy wonka Wonka. so uh, you know i'm actually having a lot of fun with this one good but considering we're in it and i'm also directing it it's kind of difficult to like anybody that directs their own film and also stars in it i have a new respect for those people Yes, but I also have a newfound <laughs> respect for those people <laughs> because it is a difficult thing to mm. do. But of course, so it, they needed you in front of the camera, right? 
Well, it was kind of a last minute thing because one of the biggest problems that we had with the Star Wars one was uh, we were right in the middle of these big events that people were putting on. So there wasn't a lot of people in our department that could volunteer their time to go help oh, film. Right. And during the last project, we had nine people tell us, oh, I know you had a schedule to record today. We can't make it. Mm. And so we were frantically recasting because they got sent, you know, on an assignment to an event. They had to do all these different things. Right. And I didn't want to have to deal with that considering how little time we have to put this one on or put it together. So we just thought, okay, well, let's let's try to make the story about us this time. And I got to tell you, it's it's even more difficult than when I was trying to direct other people Mm. because just the storyline in general i'll just show it to you once it's done the point is that it's <laughs> posing right. to be a larger task than i thought it was going to be so you put on your your black dicky shirt and said i am needed here like a superhero and damn I- right i did <laughs> damn right i did and you would not be wrong about that black shirt black shirt and jeans buddy yeah that's exactly. right you, let me see what i can attest to that what you say? Oh yeah, Gavin, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. that is yeah. that is is his uh, work outfit. That is his uh, no, record I mean, outfit. That when is... I go to work, when I go to work, <clears throat> I actually have different colored dress shirts. Like Shut as up. A, yeah, here is one that I just recently bought. Nice. It's like a lavender color. Yeah, it's it's nice. I I just Look bought this you. for work. I do have different colored shirts, but when I vlog or when I go to the park, right. like when I'm just in. Uh, I guess casual wear or whatever. Uh-huh. I own. It's a closet ten, full of ten black different black dicky shirts, shirts right. and I own like <laughs> several pairs of jeans, and that's just what I feel comfortable wearing. Right, uh, Gavin, behind the closet door, no uh-huh. joke. This guy <laughs> has nothing but black dicky shirts. Okay. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hashtag truth. Truth. I have. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever seen him in anything other than that, unless it's Dapper Day. Then I've at never least seen. You, oh, then I mean, at I've least never seen tie. you in person. On <laughs> then at least he there's a, a tie with he that has black a Dickies shirt. Tie right? and a Dickies vest. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, dude. If they made those, I'd be so happy. <laughs> so the moral of the story is. Right. That uh, this entire thing that we thought it was going to be easier if we started it because we could control our schedules mm. and we could control when we film and everything. Right. It's still very difficult. But you have more time, right? No, I have less time than the last oh, one. Oh, good. That's why we chose to be in it so mm. that we didn't have to schedule other people. Right. And even, like I said, even then it's still posing okay. as a problem. So that photograph you just showed me, Kermit the Frog, who is this person? Oh, I can't tell you. Because <laughs> that gonna is ruin awesome. the illusion, dude. I can't tell you who it is, Gavin. I can't wait for you to to see it. I'm I'm sending it to you, Gavin, right now. Okay. Uh, like cool. I said, it's gonna end up in our Instagram story. Maybe I'll wait until like Thursday, like uh-huh. after the launch of the episode. Okay. Yeah, because people are gonna be like, post it. "What is this?" Yeah. At least it'll give people a reason to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, guys, at Podcateers. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't tell you who it is because it's going to ruin the illusion. Right. But uh, it's it. The credits are going to say Darth Vader as Kermit. Oh, that's funny. Because Whoa. it was the same person that was Darth Vader in the Star Wars one. That's funny. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Genius. So wait, before you, know you move on. Hold on, guys. Okay, go I, ahead. I think 
it should also say directed by the same guy that did the Star Wars one. <laughs> it, it does. It will it? <laughs> yes. No, but I don't want to say Hazen Contreras. I just want to say. Oh, the, you wanted to say yeah. the guy that made the last video? Oh, that's funny, dude. I like that. I might actually do that. <laughs> that is very Muppet Show style type stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah, totally. What were you saying? So, Hazen. Yes. I, I know basically what your job is where you work and it's not like video production coordinator so are you just doing all of this extra work out of just an impetus for creativity or or what is it that's driving you to be so involved in these major creative efforts for your employer they're making him that is a wonderful question (laughs) gavin They make me. <laughs> I'm kidding. They tell him, you know, we're paying you anyway. Might as well do this as well. No, I'm kidding. Actually, my boss is just an amazing individual. He is a very creative person at heart. And in my department, I am part of a committee that puts on different events for our department. They do like social activities, try to bring uh, a sense of camaraderie to our entire department. And every time that we do these all staff events, these videos, one, are kind of to break the monotony of all the business stuff that goes on throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. But every one of them also has a message about what we do there as an organization, uh, but at the same time, what we do in the Office of Philanthropy, which is uh, the department that I work for. So, uh, one, it allows me, just like the podcast, you know, outside of not having an outlet to be creative outside of work, the podcast pacified that need. But at work, uh, my boss knew that I vlogged or I tried to vlog as often as possible, but that I had a background in some video editing and motion graphics. And one day he just had the idea for one of these all staffs and said, hey, look, we want to put together this video that's kind of like this man on the street thing, kind of like Jimmy Kimmel does with Guillermo, where he's asking like these insane questions. You get these funny answers. And I remember being a part of that meeting when they pulled me in to ask me if I would do it and thinking that is never going to work. That is boring. (laughs) And so I pitched the idea of recreating a mini episode of The Office having to do with the things that we were talking about at the time. And it was a hit. Like, everybody just loved it. I I did my best to recreate the intro, you know, frame by frame, using photos from around Duarte, California, where City of Hope is located. Uh, Used the theme song and everything. And even the shot of Michael Scott, you know, pushing his Coke, you know, right before they flashed the, the Office logo, I recreated that with my boss as well. Uh, So that was well received. And then I had another opportunity when they said, hey, our next all staff is going to be on May the 4th. Guess what the theme is? And so that's where the Star Wars one came. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. (laughs) Nanu, Nanu. (laughs) So uh, I, oh my God, guys, please don't send me messages about that. I know that's not Star Trek and we know it's not Star Wars. (laughs) So, or yeah, Mark so, and Mindy. Or Mark, yeah, exactly. So I had an opportunity to do a video, you know, related to what we were working on at the time. There's a lot of inside, you know, stuff to these videos, obviously. But, right. you know, the general theme was Star Wars and, you know, how we tell stories and everything. And so this one, you know, we just wanted to do something that was fun. Originally, they pitched doing an, an entire musical. And I said, nay. That is not going to happen because, quite frankly, 
I don't ever have enough time to put them together, and two or three weeks is not sufficient time. Right. So they you know? wanted music, dancing, choreography, yes, li- lyrics, yes, for yeah. the next one. Yeah. And yeah. so I I shot that down as quickly as possible, but the idea stuck, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where the idea of having these other mini songs—they're not full songs, uh, except "Big Gift Connection." I think goes on for about three minutes. Mm. So that one I think is as close to a full song as you're going to get. Uh, But, you know, we don't ever have a lot of time during the all staff. Maybe we'll get like between five and 10 minutes to present our video. And so that's where these come from. Mm. They're just really fun projects that look when the senior VP of the Uh department says, hey, you're Mm. on this project now. You don't say no. Not uh, true. Right? True. You just you do the project. And thankfully, he's always put me on projects that I think are really fun. Right. And they're, you know, they're things that I feel that I'm stronger you're at. You're going to be spoiled, yeah. bro. I am. Very cool. Very you know, cool. You're going to forget even how to do your regular job. No, because <laughs> I get to that. E- even though I'm not supposed to be doing it, uh-huh. uh, I stay later than other people because mm-hmm. I come in later since I drop my kids off. Right. Uh, so even at the end of the day, I still do my regular work. Okay. Got it. So Look at you, all-star. So there you go, Gavin. That There's the answer to that question. The employee of the month nice. every month. Yeah. Every single month. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not the Tavon collection. This no, here's not. Here, Here's the here's the thing, Gavin. His company doesn't even uh, have employee of the month. Hazen just puts it up. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. My picture is at my cubicle. You should take a picture of that, right? Employee right. of the month. And yeah, he just he just changes the month. That's all it is. Same photograph. <laughs> oh, Javier. <laughs> all right. There was a couple things that I wanted to talk about this week. There's a new hotel coming to downtown Disney. Nice. Yes. We have needed more places to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> because benches at Disneyland are just Dude. beyond your pay grade Dude. now, right? Yes. I deserve better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So a couple of things happened when this announcement was made earlier this week. And the big thing was that uh, if you guys remember in August of 2016 – Uh, The Disneyland blog had written an article about an expansion called the Eastern Gateway Project. I remember. Mm -hmm. And the Eastern Gateway was supposed to be a new parking structure with a bridge that was going to be between the I-5 freeway and Harbor Boulevard. It was supposed to open in 2018, and it was supposed to include, like, a new parking structure with 6,800 spaces. Um, This, like I mentioned, the pedestrian bridge that was supposed to go where the Carousel Inn Mm -hmm. used to be, uh, right there on Harbor. And it was going to lead you right into the Esplanade, into where where you can buy a ticket to get into the park. Uh, This was supposed to be, like, a transportation facility where buses, taxis, Ubers, bicycles, like, everything would just kind of come into this area to drop and pick people off. So, yeah, so this was supposed to be, like, the largest project that Disneyland has worked on in the last two decades. You know, you've said a lot, but all I hear is the word is supposed. Yeah, Mm. it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And what it was supposed to do was alleviate a lot of the congestion, traffic, and pedestrian-wise, that's on Harbor. Mm-hmm. So, as you know, the what many people consider the front entrance or the main entrance of Disneyland has always been off of Harbor, where the marquee used to be. Is that where the bus drops are, right? Yes. So, Disney kind of wants to make the back of the park 
where the Mickey and Friends parking structure currently is, kind of the front of the park now. Are you talking about so, downtown Disney? Make that the front? Yes. Interesting. So the new front is supposed to be the tail end of what we currently see as the tail end of downtown Disney, right? right. Where the Disneyland Hotel is, mm-hmm. where the AMC Theater, ESPN Zone, Rainforest Cafe. Well, that's all going to cease to exist. No, no, because there's <laughs> no because there's an AMC and an ESPN Zone and Rainforest Cafe. That's all there. So there's no way. Not for long, my friend. No, I don't think you heard me. AMC is there. ESPN yeah. Zone is there. Yeah, yeah. Rainforest Cafe is there. Where are we going to do movie meetups? I know. That's what I was asking. <laughs> that's exactly what I said earlier. <laughs> so here's the thing. Believe it or not, this project has been talked about and kind of been in the works since 1983. Or I'm sorry. Dang. Sorry. I misspoke. Since 1993. Okay. Not as impressive. <laughs> But still, <laughs> but still, still a long time. Fairly impressive. Yeah, still a long time. Back in 1993, there was a document released by the city of Anaheim that was uh, put together by Disneyland. It was called the Disneyland Resort Specific Plan Number 92-1, or it was called the DSRP for short. And in the DSRP, plans for Westcott were originally laid out. Uh, there was plans for people movers. So okay. that when there was parking structures, like everywhere where there was a walkway, there was supposed to be people movers moving people around. We just need to those back. Help, yes. you know, just move people around. And talk of the Eastern Gateway was also part of that plan. Now, over time, you know, plans have changed, you know, the hotels have been sold and other construction has happened at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things that has changed is a- I guess it hasn't really changed. AMC. ESPN Zone, Rainforest Cafe, those are the changes. Yes, they will be gone. So here's the start your morning process now, Javier. Exactly. Not my tower, right, Javier? Uh, so there's obviously there's a lot of politics when things like this happen in any city and in Anaheim and with Disneyland, it's no exception. And part of what's happening with with the Eastern Gateway project is that along with Galaxy's Edge and a couple of other things that are happening in Disneyland, this is actually part of a decision that was made back in July of 2015, where Disney lobbied the city of Anaheim to extend the fact that they didn't want to pay an entertainment tax for another 30 to 45 years. And so in order for the city of Anaheim to agree to that, they said, all right, cool, let's create this billion dollar project or several billion dollar project where you're going to be creating, you know, these parking structures, you're going to be creating uh, this expansion for your park. And that's where kind of all of this was born, right? In exchange for not paying the entertainment tax, the city of Anaheim said, you have to expand and build this other stuff for us. It helps us. It'll help you. Disneyland agreed. Now, at the time, uh, people didn't think that the council was going to approve the Eastern Gateway because they didn't want construction to be happening over Harbor, which is already super congested. Like you can barely get 
you know, through there sometimes. And with all the foot traffic, uh, all the businesses that are there, all the hotels that are there, they didn't want to have to block it out in mm-hmm. order for the construction of the overpass, the pedestrian walkway that was going to connect the Eastern Gateway to the Esplanade. Yeah, but it, it seems like if they were able to stop it for a short time in order to build a pedestrian passageway over Harbor that wouldn't stop traffic for pedestrian crossings that ultimately it would save a ton of time and traffic it would but what it doesn't save is a lot of time talking to the city council and so because they've already run into roadblocks with the city council the city of anaheim basically you know putting up all these provisions they pretty much own a lot of the land that's where they're currently going to be building the new parking structure and the hotel this right. is why the Eastern Gateway project was canceled, and instead they decided, okay, well, let's build a new six-floor structure next to Mickey and Friends, calling it Mickey and Friends Little Brother or something like that, <laughs> and then using the entire area that we know now as the uh, Downtown Disney parking lot or the back part of the parking lot next to Mickey and Friends, ESPN Zone, uh, Earl of Sandwich, Rainforest Cafe, AMC – all of that is going to be demolished, and it's all going to be this f- brand new four diamond hotel. Wow! So yeah, instead wow, of putting, indeed. Putting more, I don't know, rides and making Disney bigger. They want to put more hotels. Oh, I'm sorry, Galaxy's Edge isn't big enough for you. No, <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. I mean, they're already expanding it. That's not enough. <laughs> You're basically telling me. What are you talking about? They're adding more Marvel stuff to California Adventure. We don't need that either. We sure do. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What what about Pixar Pier? What about Pixar Pier? That was your idea. Oh. Okay, I'm okay with that. Dude, that's the second (laughs) time I hear a mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how I feel that we're there saying, oh, you know what? This this space is available, and we're not going to make Disney bigger. Instead, they're going to put... More sleeping arrangements. Yeah, but I think I think the the key there is that they're they're catering to the the traveling tourist, right? So they're trying to bring more traffic in from the tourist trade, and you know having more uh, offerings that are actually Disney properties helps them do that. Because right now, probably 90% of the people that travel to Disneyland, like myself, Mm -hmm. uh, don't stay at Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier Hotel, or the Grand Californian. We we just don't, you know? And right now, there's only three hotels that are actual Disney hotels at Mm -hmm. that resort. And then you've got dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds of hotels within walking distance of Disneyland where everybody else stays. So adding yet another hotel there just adds to their ability to kind of capture some of those travel dollars, which makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is that they're putting this on this top tier, you know, stratosphere where this is going to now be the most exclusive, you know, high end thing that they have. So what I wonder is if any of the prices for the, existing three hotels might drop which i highly doubt but you know for for me that's always been what's been prohibitive for me to actually stay at one of their resorts is because the the cost per night is so high that 
you know, I, I just have never been willing to pay that much, you know, to stay there for a vacation. So this being a four diamond hotel, like I, I'm surprised that they haven't tried to make, you know, more budget level hotels. Cause you know, like in Disney world, they've got three different tiers of resort hotels there. Right. You know, they've got their high end, which is basically all that Disneyland has. And then they've got their mid tier and then they've got their budget resorts, you know, so they, they can cater to all different types of economic levels. And in California, that's the one thing that they really haven't done. They just rely on the neighborhood hotels to kind of cater to the people that can't pay two hundred three hundred dollars a night you know what's the point of having more guests being able to sleep you know at disneyland if they're always at capacity well yeah that's true but the, the the point is is that if they're coming there and they're staying then you can make money on their hotel stay as well now where you wouldn't necessarily have been able to before so they're just opening up more rooms that they get the money for that's what they're doing. Right. Because currently, a lot of the hotels that are off property are not owned by Disney. Right. And so other exactly. people are making the money off of that, which also is a big concern for all of the local businesses. Uh, you know, like right across the street from Disneyland, you have the IHOPs and the Denny's and all these other eating establishments where when you think of these large hotels and resorts that you have, you know, at Disney World or just any other like in Vegas, right? Each one of them has several restaurants within the hotel itself. Right. So mm-hmm. as far as us losing the AMC, the Rainforest Cafe, ESPN Zone, who's to say that those establishments aren't going to be rebuilt on the first floor of the hotel? They actually could become amenities within the actual resort. So we may be losing the the visual on the outside, but we may still get them as part of the hotel. They're just going to be relocated into the hotel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that would be a good move because that was actually my first thought. When I saw the Disney Parks blog come out and they showed where it was going to be, I was like, wait, four of their most popular spots in downtown Disney that people go to downtown Disney for that are locals are right there at that end. Right. And I, I, you know, I was, I was kind of shocked by that, but that's actually a, an interesting theory is that they might just kind of bring them into the fold of that new hotel. I don't, it's, it's really interesting to me. I, I, am I'm, I'm ultimately really excited to see what this hotel is going to be. Uh, you know, I think it's uh, going to be a neat addition to the resort itself, I I was a little bit. Did you guys both see the concept artwork of the exterior of the hotel? Yes, it looks yeah. like two weird candy canes. Well, it looks to me like just looking at the facade of it, it reminded me of the Mickey and Friends parking structure. A little like bit. it just you know with the planter boxes and everything, and the and the plants kind of hanging down, and and it, it was just basically like stripes of layers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I can't see that now. Gavin, it's a Four Diamond Hotel. Stop that. <laughs> it is not a parking structure. I know, right? It's like to me, like I was a little underwhelmed by the the concept art that they've released, but I would imagine that inside it's gonna be, you know, spectacular. Now, I mean, if you look at the Disneyland Hotel, it's it's no like work of art architecturally outside. You know, all the all the magic is on the inside. So I I'm assuming it's gonna be kind of like that, but you know, I, I think it'll add a, an additional kind of 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a legit, uh, more legitimacy to the Disneyland resort as a resort experience. I'm glad, you, you know, said because that. I, I think that's something that they've kind of built towards ever since they, you know, created DCA and downtown Disney is they're really trying to make it much more of a vacation destination, like it's, you know, sister entity in Disney world, you know, people, you know, go there for vacation and it's kind of an all-inclusive resort with all kinds of amenities, not just amusement parks. And I think that's kind of what they're shooting for in California. And they're, they're slowly building that out. What I'm wondering is what they're now going to do with that whole area on the West side though. Are they just abandoning that project? That's completely abandoned because so what are they going to this... do with that land? Nothing. They're either going to pass it on or save it for something else later on. But the the thing about mm. moving it over to the west side of Disneyland is primarily, I mean, there was a study that shows that 70% of guests that go to Disneyland, whether it's because they're on vacation or whether they are SoCal locals that are going to the park, mm-hmm. arrive off of I-5. And I-5 leads you right into the Mickey and Friends parking structure. So if most of the people are coming in there and they never even see the quote-unquote front entrance on Harbor, then why not make that the front entrance of Disneyland? And I think that's what they're aiming for, to make that backside the front part where the first thing that you see is Mickey and Friends parking structure, Mickey and Friends parking structure light right next to it, and then you see this brand new hotel that leads you onto this resort, no longer downtown disney that leads you on a path to disneyland you see like you said just a moment ago you see this complete resort mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i honestly i think that eventually even the street that we currently have that uh leads from the parking structures through downtown disney all the way down to uh catella which is right mm-hmm. where I think I forgot what the restaurant name is, but it's on the back side of California Adventure uh, where you can see right behind the pier. I honestly think they're going to close that entire street eventually and just join Paradise Pier into like a walkway that'll lead into Pixar Pier eventually. They may even rename the hotel because they're supposed to not only build a parking structure next to Mickey and Friends, but they're building – in the future, they're going to build another parking structure next to Paradise Pier Hotel you know, to allow for more people to park and stay there as well. That'll be interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, when you think about all these changes that are coming, like the closure of that street obviously has not been something that Disney has announced. But with all of this construction – it makes sense that they've canceled the run Disney events that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and depending on how long this goes on and whether or not most of those streets are open, considering that that's where they start for the most part, maybe that's why they're canceling them altogether. Mm. Yeah, know? that would make sense. That would absolutely make sense. So, final thoughts on this, Javier. Yay or nay on this cool new hotel? I am a nay. Because I love me Rainforest Cafe, AMC. No, <laughs> the truth is, is is what I mentioned before. I kind of just wish they would have opened the park even more for more guests. Instead, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. No, I feel like it's the opposite. With more hotel, it's more people trying to get into Disneyland, which is going to 
eventually just shut down Disney once again for those who are trying to get in. It's going to meet capacity even sooner. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're thinking yeah. that the more people that stay on property, it's going to make it harder for locals to go. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but I think that's what Disney wants. Oh, come on. Yeah, I, I agree, actually. I, I think that you're going to see more uh, possible blackout dates for California-specific passes. Yeah. Uh, just just kind of like what you um, experienced for the middle part of this year, Javier, where you, you were right. blacked out. I was. You know, I think I think they do that intentionally. I got to tell you, when I was there in July during the D23 Expo, that's the Wait, middle. You were of the down s- here and you, we didn't get to see each other. Well, that's I saw uh, him. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> Remember, you hate him. Oh, <laughs> not. Yeah, hate. but hey, G- Gavin, it's not hate. <laughs> I know. I know. I love I love you, bro. All right. Good. Uh, so, Can you know, you Sorrell and John, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, during the middle of the summer in July, that used to be one of the peak times where if you went in July, you were going to be at maximum capacity every day you were there. And this past summer, because they've changed all the, the ticket pricing on the per day tickets and they've changed all the blackout times for California passes, the crowd levels in July were the best I've experienced in years it was phenomenal in July. So, you know, I think they're doing a lot of this intentionally. And, you know, those people that they're going to bring into that, you know, four diamond resort for their summer vacation, they're just going to fill in spots that, you know, are kind of open right now because of the way that they've kind of moved the crowd levels to different parts of the year. So, I mean, financially on a business level, it, it totally makes sense. And I totally get it. Um, you know, as a as a local, I th- I think maybe a lot of the locals that buy California passes might need to just adjust what they expect, and or adjust the pass that they intend to purchase. Right, and like I said, it it really just goes to the fact that once they have you on the resort, the idea is that they want to keep you on the resort. Locals mm-hmm. know all of the good eating spots around the area. They know where to go. You know, they can park off property, whatever the case is, take an Uber, stuff like that. Locals have found ways around, you know, the price of a $15 meal at one of the, you know, eateries inside of Disneyland. But what mm-hmm. they want is once you park in the structure, go to one of these hotels, you are now on resort. The footprint of the resort is going to grow drastically. Like the footprint of just that map is going to just change drastically once this happens. And Mm -hmm. you're no longer going to be in the outside world. From the moment you walk into that structure, you are now like in the magic of Disney. And that's what they want. Because then they can keep you in one of the restaurants, either in the hotel or at downtown Disney or in the park. Because, well, your car's in the structure. Do you really want to leave? Right. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? And I think that's the You're idea trapped. behind it. Yeah. And especially <laughs> the good thing is that for locals in the meantime, they are opening more parking, which is one of the things that we suffer with now. And mm-hmm. with Galaxy's Edge opening very soon, like who knows how many more people are going to come, you know, because then think about it. When when Disney acquired Marvel, 
a lot of the Marvel fans that never considered themselves Disney fans were all of a sudden Disney fans because it was under Disney's umbrella. A lot of Mm -hmm. the Star Wars fans that never considered themselves Disney fans are now Disney fans via proxy. And when Galaxy's Edge opens, those Star Wars fans are damn sure going to go to Disneyland even if they never wanted to go before because they're going to want to see what the land looks like. Mm-hmm. You see? So Disney has to find a way to make sure that all of those people are accommodated. And more importantly, that when this part of the park opens, that you don't have like those little things that happen, which probably will happen. You know, it's a brand new land and everything. But remember opening day, they had all the problems with the cement. They had the plumbing problems. I have a feeling <laughs> that opening day for Galaxy's Edge is going to be absolutely insane. People are going to be yeah. camping out for days or weeks prior to the opening. Uh, it's it. There is the entire park. I think is going to be almost a ghost town because everybody's going to flood <laughs> to that corner of the park. If there was ever a time that you wanted to break a record of writing everything at Disneyland, it'll be the day Galaxy's Edge opens. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So you're saying it's going to be insane now. Yes, well, yes, I'm all about the Airbnb. Yeah, I mean, Gavin, you, you've done that several times coming down here, right? I, I, every time for the last two years I've done Airbnb, I've stayed at um, probably eight to ten different Airbnbs in the Anaheim area. Uh, we do Airbnb when we travel here locally. Uh, when we go down to see my parents in Texas, I'm a huge fan, huge proponent of Airbnb. It is the greatest. And it's usually what fraction of the cost of, of staying on property? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the average hotel um, along Harbor or Catella um, that is within walking distance of Disneyland is going to be uh, between 120 and $175 a night. I've stayed in Airbnbs within walking distance, like legitimate walking distance, like a 10-minute walk of Disneyland for $43 a night. I mean, wow. it's – it's not even close to the That's cost. Great, and there's no, uh, uh, I don't know, deposit or anything. No, it's the greatest thing ever. It's it's either in somebody's house or they've got like a spare like guest house in their backyard or something like that, and they usually have some sort of a lockbox that they send you the combo to to get the key. You get out the key and you just let yourself in. And basically you just leave the key when you check out, when you're done. It's the easiest process ever. And you have privacy. You have, you know, your own little place. You know, sometimes you have to share a bathroom with other people. But if you can get over that. No, I'm out. (laughs) I will pay the $700 just to have my own bathroom. No. Or you can find another Airbnb, dude. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You just pick one where it's got a private bathroom. Javier likes uh, I mean, to make things amazing. easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And, and you know, uh, all these hosts, uh, it's kind of like Uber or Lyft where uh, you rate the host and the host rates you. So you know what kind of quality you're getting based on other guests' experiences. I will never uh, get another a- Airbnb then. <laughs> They'll be like, this guy is loud. <laughs> yeah, they would. That, it's, it's like, awesome, I couldn't man. sleep. He kept laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it took me some convincing to try it the first time, but after I did, I was sold, and I've been an avid Airbnb-er ever since. Nice. 
So I guess Disney's next step is to shut down all of the Airbnbs. We've actually well, talked about that in the past. Anaheim's Anaheim's doing their best. To, right. uh, believe me. Yeah, right. they're trying to do it. The problem yeah. is that even if Anaheim does it, Garden Grove and all of these surrounding cities are not that far away from the park. Right. The last the last one I stayed in when I was there earlier this month was uh, uh, in Fullerton, actually. Oh. And it was amazing. It was one of the best places we ever stayed. And I mean, it was a an eight minute drive to Mickey and friends. So super awesome location. And I mean, well worth the savings that you get. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I think I had read somewhere that the anticipated price for a room at this new four diamond hotel, which doesn't have a theme yet. It doesn't have a brace yourself. Uh, it's going to be somewhere around three seventy five to 400 a night. Ooh. That's reasonable. <laughs> still That's reasonable. reasonable, right? Still okay. reasonable. For <laughs> being for with the Disney name brand, uh, Disney stamp of approval. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's very similar. It's not too far fetched of what other hotels are are charging. It's very similar to what the Grand Californian charges on the site yeah. of California Adventure. Right. It is. It is. For, yeah. a, for a hotel that looks like uh, a Twinkie, not bad. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting Twinkie from, but. I can see what's on your mind right now. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, but before we close out, just uh, we're going to throw it out there to all of the listeners. We want to know what you guys think about this brand new hotel coming to the Disneyland Resort within the next few years. Uh, I believe that construction of the hotel is going to start summer of 2018. And it's just, and it is supposed to be finished by 2021. Uh, the new parking structure is supposed to be finished by the end of 2018. Uh, hopefully, it's open right before Galaxy's Edge uh, opens mm -hmm. up. Hopefully, we'll have that available to us. But, you know, what do you guys think about the fact that they're closing down the AMC, Rainforest Cafe, ESPN Zone, and Earl of Sandwich? Uh, just a few of the things. Basically, if you guys know Downtown Disney, they're closing everything after the Lego store. Because mm -hmm. the monorail track will actually have its own hub inside of the new hotel. Uh, what about Mickey Sorcerer's hat? I don't know, but I didn't see it in the artist rendering. And I'm kind of worried that the big Sorcerer's hat is going to see the same fate as the one in Florida. Wow. But because it's going to be right in the middle of the two main hotels, mm -hmm. it might still live there. Okay. Hope I, th so. I think it survives. Yeah, I, even if they move it, I think it'll survive in one way or another mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it's not blocking anything. Right. You know, it's just at the entrance of the hotel. If it was like right in the middle of downtown Disney where the construction's happening, yes, it will it would be a mm -hmm. casualty of construction. Right. But considering where it's located, it's not in the artist rendering, but I think it'll still survive. I hope so. So it'll be the 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 the, the center for the lobby. Exactly. It'll... Yeah. It's not. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so leave us your thoughts about what you guys think about this brand new hotel that's coming. Uh, leave it down in the blog post for the episode or over at podcasters.com slash 176. You can also leave a comment over on the Instagram or Facebook posts if you prefer that method. Or shoot us a message over on Twitter. We are Podcasters on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to the channel if you guys want to check out those blogs. When you subscribe, make sure that you hit that little alerts button because we don't have a schedule per se like some YouTube 
YouTubers where every Tuesday and every Thursday you get a brand new video. Smash that like button. Uh, wow. We don't have that. <laughs> wow. You want to do that again? <laughs> I don't know oh, if I could. Oh, you're proud of that. Okay. I don't know if I could. No, you're proud of what your delivery right now. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Totes. I... Uh, so, yeah. So, if you want to be alerted every time that there's a new vlog uploaded, go ahead and hit that alerts button. After you hit the subscribe button, you will be notified on your phone or device that we have a new video up. Gavin, tell everybody where people can find you and see some of the amazing things that you do. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can find me and my artwork on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. You can find my website, GavinAudisonArt.com. And if you're in Southern California, you can come see me at the Pop Comics Gallery on November 18th from 6 to 10 p.m. for the Popzilla Foolish Mortal Show. Woo! Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> Get our notifications. <laughs> I like that this went WWE all of a sudden. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, all of Amazing. Gavin's links will be in the blog post for the episode. Again, podcateers.com slash 176. All right. Before we end the episode, I do want to remind you guys that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents. Fairy godparents. Yeah. And if you want to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. All you have to do is head over to patreon.com slash If you sign up for at least a $5 per month donation, you also get the exclusive fairy godparent button, which, uh, you know, hashtag humble brag, I really enjoy. <laughs> you didn't make it, right? I did make oh, it. Oh, you did. Yeah, I put that button together. Oh, so did you, did, I like it. Did you put your name on it? Made by? No. <laughs> no. And I just realized that last episode I said I was going to throw that up on Instagram, and I didn't. So mm. I owe everybody mm. that button on Instagram. Mm. Mm-hmm, I should mm-hmm. do Time that. Time travel. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, I saw the post you posted last week. Oh, that was awesome, yeah. right? <laughs> the fair fair button. <laughs> Uh, again, if you guys want to find us on any of the social networks, just search for Podcateers, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And that's it, guys. Anything else before we wrap up for today? I actually do have something. No, you don't. I do. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So, you know me. I'm very accomplished in many things. I okay? don't know you. You know, I have I have certificates. I have diplomas for things. I, you know, I have a lot of accomplishments in my life okay? things that you've printed out of photoshop yourself <laughs> right okay <laughs> very proud of the things i've done okay however i got in the mail something that i am now the proudest of the dodger fan club no do you care to see what it is sorry gavin you're not going to be able to see this but you're going to hear what it is i don't really all right care. i mean i'm sorry yeah yeah totally no you're going to want to care okay are you ready all right, all right. This surpasses a lot of my accomplishments. Ready? Uh-oh. Here we go. In the middle. Hey, <laughs> your chalk walk pin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This means I walked. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I'm actually proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm actually you. proud of you because you raised a lot of money for chalk. Yes. You went to an amazing cause. Yes. You deserve this pin, sir. I do deserve this pin. Good for you. I'm putting it <laughs> on my Dodger hat. All right, guys. That is going to be it for this podcast. So 
until next week, here's to be your shoes and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. To infinity. And beyond. There you go. He did it. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. Uh, I was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. You got it. <laughs> I get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs>